book of Daniel can be neatly divided into two distinct sections, with the first six chapters displaying a man of God successfully taming a pagan world. In the remainder of the book, God reveals to him, through dreams and visions, the secrets of the future. With the presence of God leaving the temple, the temple's destruction and destruction of Jerusalem and the exile or slaughter of the Israelites begins a time described in Luke 21-24, and I quote, they will fall by the edge of the sword and be led captive to all nations, and Jerusalem will be trampled underfoot by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles are foot, fulfilled, end quote. So here in Daniel and Ezekiel, it shows the beginning of the time of the Gentiles, which is in effect today and will continue until Christ returns at the end of the Great Tribulation, frees Israel from the Gentile enemies, and establishes the Millennial Kingdom. Daniel was from a high-ranking family and was taken into exile when Jerusalem first surrendered to the Babylonians in 606 B.C. And Daniel 1.4, quote, Then the king commanded Aphanaz, the chief eunuch, to bring some of the people of Israel, both of the royal family and of nobility, use without blemish of good appearance and skillful in all wisdom, endowed with knowledge, understanding, learning, and competent to stand in the king's palace and to teach them the literature and language of the Chaldeans, end quote. Daniel was serving the king of Babylon in the empire's palace when Ezekiel was laboring in a slave gang about 50 miles away. Daniel's life certainly had a much easier life in the material aspects, but there was a certain amount of peril being in court. If one to please the king, summary executions were common. Ezekiel's task was to bear all hardships of the exile, continue to protect God's word, and explain to the Israelites the reasons for their exile and the destruction of Jerusalem, but also give them hope of restoration. Daniel's task was to be part of the government to provide God's word and to be in a place of influence when the time came to return to Israel. <clears throat> it is estimated that Daniel was taken when he was 14 to 16 years old and lived most of the rest of his life in the glamorous city of Babylon. He survived a wicked court for 69 years with honor and prestige. He died and was buried there. Although a captive, he rose at one time to be the prime minister of Babylon. He lived a life without blame, was well favored, and remained true to Jehovah. The leaders of Babylon believed to change Daniel's worldview that, <clears throat> that his self-identity had to be changed. If he were to gravitate to their culture, all aspects of his education, training, and habits had to be changed. It started with his name, which in Hebrew it was, God is my judge. <clears throat> his new name was Belshazzar, Bel, to protect him, <clears throat> protect him with the god Bel. He is also referred to by his Jewish name. For some reason, his three friends do assume their Babylonian names throughout the book. In the first test, they defy the plan by saying, we will not eat the king's meat, but also note the principle of creative alternatives. Had they continued to say no, they could have been executed. To comply would be to give up. 
but the providing of a workable alternative, they were permitted to keep their, their morals, and it turned out well, and they created an ally with the chief eunuch. God gave these four men understanding and knowledge in every kind of literature and wisdom. God was displaying his glory to the pagan world through these four men. In chapter 2, there was a dream of great image, and God, through Daniel, the dream was recited and interpreted. It is called the ABC of prophecy, as it stretches out the most complete picture of the future, involving four kingdoms. Then the stone, Christ, puts an end to it all and establishes a kingdom which will never end. Chapter 3 is a case history in triumph through trial. And the three, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, refuse to worship an idol of the king. They are threatened with being cast into the tiny furnace. The response is God-honoring. Daniel 3, 16, 18, I quote, <clears throat> Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve you, your gods, or worship the golden idol that you have set up, End quote. They are thrown into the fire, but no harm comes to them because another person is in the fire with them, Jesus. The result is the king praises God. <clears throat> in chapter 4, the king has another vision, which Daniel is called to interpret. The king's pride has reached a peak with extravagant self-aggrandizement. The king loses all mental capacity and becomes like an animal feeding on grass as God administers humiliation for, the exercise, for his excess pride. At the end of the allotted days, in Daniel 4.34, and I quote, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted my eyes to heaven, and my, research, my reason returned to me, and I blessed the Most High, and praised and honored him who lives forever. End quote. The words from Nebuchadnezzar in this book are God-honoring, and he was able to humble him through those who walk in pride. Chapter 5, <clears throat> Belshazzar, which is the next king after Nebuchadnezzar, hosts a grand banquet where a thousand lords wishing to show off the sins <clears throat> and sins for some of the sacred things taken from the Jewish temple by his grandfather. Immediately, writing began to appear on the palace wall, which greatly disturbed the king. Daniel was called to explain. He first laid out the king's crimes against God. Then he explained the writing, said the king's reign was at an end. That very night, Belshazzar was killed, and the Medes took the Babylonian kingdom. In chapter 6, we have the great story of Daniel thrown into the lion's den due to his unwavering practice of praying to Jehovah. It is a study on the power of prayer and hard confidence in God as a deliverer. Six chapters on having solid confidence in God, regardless of circumstances, the power of prayer, and the hideous ugliness of pride. May the peace of our Lord be with you always. Good day.